everyone. Welcome to Unrefined Women. I'm your co-host, Agnes. And I'm the other co-host, Margaret. This podcast is an ongoing dialogue between two sisters on the topics of spirituality, religious trauma, mental health, family dynamics, and feminism. We're very grateful you could join us today. So this week's episode, we have a very long, old time. I, I can't say old because I'm still young, but um, a friend that I met through the K-pop fandom <laughs> back in like 2016. Her name is Harhit. So Harhit is a 19-year-old artist and student at the University of Toronto in which she is currently majoring in philosophy and minoring in English. So over the past two years, she has also started two businesses, the first being a crystal jewelry shop on Etsy and the second being a nail technician. I think that Har Hit really spoke to a lot of things that you and I, Agnes, kind of know about because I have an Etsy jewelry business, which I've actually been like really bad at keeping up with lately. And you also have an Etsy business with crystals. So I think there was so much that the three of us were able to talk about that we all understand, you know, just the ups and downs of being a small business owner and navigating that and trying to balance social media and all of the behind the scenes work that goes into a small business and, you know, responding to people's messages and then also balancing that with school and, you know, or for us work and all the other responsibilities in life. Yeah, absolutely. And overall, it was honestly really refreshing to be able to catch up with her. And um, I really came across her businesses about a year ago from now, and I was so excited for her. And I've always, we kind of got back into touch and, um, in the beginning, I always knew that I, that I wanted to have her on the podcast because she really, I guess, relates to us. And it really proved throughout this episode, um, being able to speak about all of that. And um, Margaret, you're going to be starting college again, starting up with your master's program and having so many things to juggle. And then also being a young woman and being an entrepreneur and a student and a daughter um, and a friend and all of these other things that come on top of it. But yeah, overall, I'm so proud of her and all of the things that she has accomplished. And um, we'll make sure to link everything as well because her jewelry is so unique and very, very cool. Hey guys, so today we have... A very special friend of mine, Har Hitch. We met in what did we decide? 2016. 2016. 2016. Yes. So we bonded over K-pop. <laughs> Sounds so embarrassing yes. to say. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we <laughs> met on Instagram, and I don't know how old I was. I was probably like 15, 14. I was like, we're, I remember we were like, I was 14. Yeah. So. We, yeah, I think I was 14 as well. But we met on Instagram and we would FaceTime or, or like video chat all the time. And we were just fucking crazy. Like, I remember we'd just be like on the phone, like screaming, listening to music. Like, <laughs> we'd like have concerts in our yeah. like, room or like bathroom, just like have K-pop on and be like yeah. screaming. <laughs> we were fucking crazy. And, um, we, I remember like, even now I have like Google photo, like backed up Google photos of screenshots of us FaceTiming yeah, same. <laughs> and we, 
we would try to like screenshot the ugliest pictures of each other and like post them on Instagram on our spam accounts. <laughs> See, you're gonna have to go back and find some of those screenshots oh now. God, I'll share them on yes. Instagram so when Har hits episode drops. I, I feel like I can. Yeah, definitely. So since then, um, we were really good friends for a while, and then like life got in the way. I had like moved to Vegas, and then we like we kept mutuals on Instagram up until now basically um but with internet friends like you just like you get super obsessed with each other and then you kind of start texting you know happens with like literally every internet friend Mm. um and I back about it like last summer um I kind of rediscovered you like I had you on social media but I like started realizing what you were doing Mm. with your business and um what you were up to and I was like immediately like oh my god like this is so dope and then we started like kind of talking again and like I I bought a few of your things like I love it so um why don't you start off with what you're doing like who you are where you live what you're doing like what you're all about okay so starting off my name is Harhit I'm 19 years old and I'm from Canada So I live near Toronto, um, and right now I go to university. I'm at the University of Toronto um, for philosophy, and I also have two businesses that, like, I started within, like, the past, like, two years now, um, since the pandemic started, basically. And since then, I've just been, like, growing them, like, advertising myself on, like, social media and stuff, and just, like, learning along the way. It's really just been, like going with the flow the whole entire time so yeah (laughs) so how has that been uh starting your businesses because I know and Margaret knows from firsthand experience that shit is hard especially on Etsy like it is and like in the very beginning it's a lot more investing than what you're getting back so why don't you share a little bit on like the what made you want to start your businesses and what what are your businesses so the first one is um it's called Ethereal Creations, and that's on Etsy. So I make jewelry, like accessories, home decor, um, basically anything I can think of with um, like my medium being wire. So I wire wrap objects, and then um, the other thing that I mainly use is like crystals, like real gemstones, and like people love them for like their properties and everything. So yeah, I just like always grew up around crystals and like using them like spiritually throughout my life because like my dad has always been like very spiritual like he got me my first crystal necklace and everything and like I don't know I've just like always had that kind of bond with crystals so when I was in high school I I saw this youtuber who I used to like watch her vlogs and I'm pretty sure her name's Alexis Nicole yeah so in high school I watched her videos and um she made a vlog where she was like making jewelry and she was talking about how like it helps her kind of just be mindful because like you need to use both hands and you need to like look at it it's not like kind of like you know how knitting comes like turns into like muscle memory and like you could just do whatever you want and like you can knit it's kind of like you have to be present in that moment and uh, like use your intention to create so I saw that and I was really inspired by that and then I was like hey I kind of want to do this and I already had crystals lying around and then I went to Michael's like the craft store and I got some wire and then 
I just like got one spool of wire and like two tools and then I came home and I was like practicing and I was like it was so hard at first like I couldn't like bend the wire or anything and then um yeah I just like over a few days I was like okay I'm just gonna try to make as many as I can whichever one like turns out good I'll keep it the other ones I'll just like cut the wire and like do it again and so I wore it to school and my friends were like, oh, that's so cute. Like, where'd you get that from? I was like, I made it. And they were like, oh my God, can you like make me one? And I was like, yeah. And then like the next day, like I brought one of my friends like a little like keychain and like, yeah. So I just, one by one, like every, I try every night or like consistently I've been trying like as many times as I can in a week, just try to make like one thing or like, a couple mm-hmm. things and that's one thing that I'm, I'm really glad that I pushed myself to do in the beginning because I do that now too and it helps so much like with my creativity because I feel like I I don't know about everybody but I personally get really pressured into like being like okay this needs to be perfect I need to like make it perfect before I show the world but I oh gosh, like yes. <laughs> yeah but it becomes so hard and I I turn into such a perfectionist that I don't, right? But if I make a bunch of stuff, like, throughout a couple days, and then I, like, look over everything, I tend to just like it more, even if it's not perfect, even if I just, like, if I made one object, I would be very critical of it. But if I made that same object within a batch of things, I don't know, it just looks better to me somehow. But, yeah, so... um, After I made jewelry for my friends, I posted a video on TikTok about how to make a ring. And then, um, yeah, that went, like, viral. It got, like, um, a million views, almost. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so it was really crazy because people were like, can we have a tutorial? Can we, like, do sell these? And I was like, oh, maybe I should sell them. And then, yeah, then I slowly started making more, like, couple videos like responding to people being like them being like can you make a bracelet can you make this can you make that so it was really just like people asking me can you make this and I would be like why not so I would try and then it would turn into a piece that I would like have in my shop and then yeah I started like on Instagram posting everything and then I added a depop to my link because I saw that was like the easiest way to sell at the time like it was like 2019 so I was like I don't want to like have a full-scale Etsy shop yet but like because I don't know how this is gonna go so I started off with Depop and then I didn't really like how much they were taking from me at the time like per sale and then also like shipping was kind of hard like you kind of had to do everything on your own whereas like I I looked at videos of Etsy it's kind of like just set up for you it's more created for artists so it looked more simple and then yeah, I downloaded it, and I was like, whoopsie, <laughs> and then, yeah, I just kept selling on Depop, but over a while, I didn't like it anymore, and then um, March 28th, 2020, so in a couple, uh, no, 2021, so in a couple days, it's gonna be, like, my one-year anniversary of, like, Aww. starting the Etsy, yeah, so everything on my Etsy so far has been in like the past year and that's been like really since I switched on to Etsy I've I've seen the most like success but mm-hmm. it's only been with also like the help of TikTok 
So I, I really wanted to talk about that too because like, I feel like it was just um, a great like mix of like the pandemic plus TikTok plus Etsy together that like kind of just like made my business what it is today because yeah, I would make things and then make TikToks while I was making them and then post them. And then people would see like the process and whatever and they would like be intrigued and then they would go right to my shop and buy it. So yeah, all last summer I made like, I came up with a lot of things. I made like hair clips, like you could clip them into your hair and like they dangle or like hair twists as well. And like I have some um, ear cuffs, so they like, they're shaped like elf ears. And then those got really popular as well. And those ones kind of went viral as well, like around January yeah, January 2021, that one went viral as well, right now that one's at, um, 95,000 views, so, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, so after that video, I was, like, bombarded by, like, people being, like, can you make me some, can you make me some, and then, yeah, that was really overwhelming, like, I got over 200 messages on Instagram in one night, and I was so, like, I was about to have a panic attack because I was like, uh, how am I going <laughs> to respond to all these people? Like, if I don't respond to them, if they get upset, like, I don't know. I was just sitting there like, I can't. I just had to go yeah. to sleep and be like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to just, like, cop- copy and paste something, like a message being like, okay, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do customs if you're interested in that. This is how much it's going to be. And then, like, um, I'm going to start taking custom orders like during this time. So I had to like message that to everybody and then weed out the people who actually wanted to buy. So it was such like yeah. a draining like week, honestly, because I had to respond yeah. to probably like close to 400 messages. It was like mind boggling. It's just you. A lot of the times when people start businesses, they have like a partner or someone to help them. But for you, it literally just happened overnight. And I do have to say, so in last summer, I did buy a few of your rings and I'm obsessed with them. I wore them every single day and then I lost one. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I can send you another one. (laughs) And then I had one of those little, the little um, nose pieces. So it's like the yes so I got one I wore it every single day and then I lost it (laughs) I feel so bad but that like it was one of those things where you will just be obsessed with it and like it's quality jewelry like and I'm not getting paid to say this (laughs) so yeah I I'm that like yeah I love that that's why I make it I don't know like my goal is just to make people happy with my little things like Mm -hmm. that is like, all I want, like, I'm, because for me, like, it's therapy, like, making jewelry yeah. is really therapy for me, and it helps me so much with, like, my anxiety, and, like, just, like, de-stressing, like, I, yeah. like, go to school, and I, like, have such, like, a crazy day, and then I come home, and, like, I sit in my room, and, like, turn music on, and, like, like, right before bed, so it's, like, super chill, and then, like, I, yeah, I just, like, vibe, and then make jewelry, like, a couple pieces, and then, yeah, when I want to restock, I just, like, post them, but I really just, like, try to make it as fun of a process as I can for me, so I know there's, like, good intentions going into it, Mm because there have been times where, 
I've been stressed out by it and I just had to pause and I was like I'm not doing this if if it's gonna if, like if it's not gonna be like while I'm happy you know because mm-hmm. I don't know I believe like if if I'm making it like all this jewelry while I'm unhappy and like it's with crystals too so like I really it's try to manifest. just like yeah, yeah so I'm always just like if you're in a bad mood just don't do it <laughs> yeah do it tomorrow so let's talk about your nail business <laughs> I was just looking Instagram and you are so good I seriously I'm like a fan I'm fangirling over here but like every nail person I have been to is not as good as you like <laughs> like you're really good so let's Thank let's you. talk about that like what are the origins of your nail business so I like when I was in middle school I used to do nail art like with just nail polish and like toothpicks and like the water marble I don't know if you remember that but that was like mm-hmm. one of the things where I was like <laughs> I need to master but I just never could like I tried like the distilled water I tried cold water hot water it just would never work out but I would watch all these nail artists on YouTube like Simply Nailogical like I've been a fan of her since I was in like the seventh grade like she has Aww. been my bitch I love her <laughs> she, like, I, do, I love I don't her know. too she's, she's such so a sweet. good role model yeah and like other ones like there's like another lady her name's like Susie's nail education or something and like she used to teach like acrylic and like I I I was little I didn't know how acrylic worked or what it was but it was just like entertaining to watch for me and then yeah in high school I used to get my nails done all the time um but I would just be like sitting there like watching them and like watch how they do it and like just like watching the process and it would be so like interesting I don't know there were like so many steps it was so cool and then uh during the pandemic I the nail salons here they all closed down and I wasn't able to get my nails done anymore and then I was like I still want to look cute like I still want to get my nails done (laughs) and then I ordered a poly gel kit so it wasn't acrylic it was like something else which was honestly a lot harder and I still can't do that so I don't know why I got that to start off with but (laughs) It was a nightmare, but the fact that, like, I couldn't, like, I saw videos online of people doing nails, and I was like, that looks easy, and then when I tried it, it wasn't easy, and I was like, okay, I have to learn this so I can make it look easy, because I'm not just, like, I'm not giving up, no, I, like, I'm too stubborn for that, so I, like, practiced and practiced, like, it was the summertime, it was a pandemic, I wasn't going to school, I was at home all the time, so I was down here all the time just like practicing and practicing and like back then I didn't have like a proper um like ventilation system so my parents would always yell at me be like all right it smells so bad in the house it smells like chemicals you need to stop you can't do this anymore and then so I had to like figure out how to like get rid of the smell with like proper like air system or whatever so now it's fine but yeah I um was doing my own nails and then my friends saw my nails I would like post on my stories and stuff and they're like oh like can you do mine as well and I was like I was very conflicted I was like like I don't even know how to do mine yet like also like I'm not a nail salon like I don't know how to do it properly like I just did it my like on myself for me just like just because you know for fun and so I did a couple people's, like, a couple of my close friends, and, like, it was, it was so trash. Like, looking back, it was, 
I feel bad. Like, I should compensate them, like, financially for what I did to them. <laughs> but I really, like, I was like, it's okay. Like, with progress, I'll be fine. And, yeah, so more people wanted to get their nails done. And I was like, okay, now I, I don't feel comfortable because I don't want to, like, give anyone an infection and, like, possibly, like, cut them or, like, do mm-hmm. something wrong and not know how to deal with it or what to do properly. So I wanted to get certified so, I, like, I knew how to do everything. And then, yeah, I practiced for a while because I couldn't afford the, like, course yet. And so I just, like, practiced from, like, YouTube videos and stuff. And, um, yeah, November 2020, I got certified for nails. And then it was so annoying because I finally got my note, like, certification. And then we went into lockdown again for months, Ugh. like, four or five months. So I couldn't do nails until, like, around my birthday, which was May 2021. So, like, all those months, I, I just, like, didn't do anyone. Because I, like, I don't know, I was very, like, cautious about, like, all the quarantine measures. Because they were even giving, mm-hmm. like, tickets to people, like, if, like, people came to your house, like, you could get a ticket. So I was like... Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to do that so yeah I waited it out and then summer like last summer I got like some like clients some of my first like clients and it was fun like like my work wasn't as good as it is now but like they were good they were like comparable to like the nail salon and stuff but I would say around like October 2020 I got a lot better like I made a lot of progress and like my shaping and like I got a little bit out of my comfort zone with, like, designs and stuff, and I implemented, like, a freestyle promo, so um, rather than, like, clients just coming to me and tell me what they want, I, like, freestyle whatever I want to do on them, or, like, they give me an idea and I just do what I want, so with that, I've been, like, having a lot of, like, creative freedom, so, like, I'm doing stuff that I like, and it's, like, fun to do, and, like, the clients actually like them, because, like, Sometimes they'll give me, like, a color combo and, like, a like a look, and I'm like, okay, I'll do it, but, like, it doesn't look good. Like, they mm-hmm. don't choose the right tone or whatever, and then, like, they're like, eh, it's okay. <laughs> I'm like, just <laughs> let me pick. <laughs> It'll be fine. But, yeah, and then the last couple months I've had school, so I've just been taking people on, like, the weekends and stuff. But now I have, like, my regular clients that, like, come to me every month. And, yeah. And then uh, a week ago, I went to, like, my first, like, photo shoot. So I I was talking about, like, I actually, like, manifested it in my journal. I was like, I want to go to, like, a photo shoot and, like, have my nails, like, be on models and stuff. And then one of my friends, she has a clothing brand. And, like, she's also in Toronto. um, And she invited me to a, like photo shoot with like other creatives like like a bunch of photographers like other models and stuff so yeah we all just like got together and like I got to do like two sets for two different looks and it was so much fun I loved it so much I saw your Instagram story I was like I was so I was like so happy for you I thought that was really cool yes thank you So I have a couple of questions um, because both Agnes and I know, you know, we know what it's like to be selling on Etsy and creating Mm -hmm. stuff. I'm curious, how have you been able to balance like 
having your businesses and all the work that goes into that, but also still keeping it, as you said, a form of therapy and still making it like a place where you're able to cultivate joy. Like, how do you find, how have you found that balance? Mm. It's definitely hard to keep that balance. A lot of the time I am honestly burnt out, like a lot, because I'm also doing school. So it is very challenging to like juggle all three. So I tend to, I've noticed I go through phases or like cycles where one of my businesses gets more more attention than the other. So I'll have like a lot more nail clients and not really as much engagement on my jewelry. So I'll keep it that way. I'll try not to post as much on my Etsy because I know I'm going to have a lot of clients that week. But if I have, like, not as many clients, and I know I'm not going to have that many, then I try to make as much jewelry as I can that week and, like, try to make content if I can as well. So it's really just, again, going with the flow. So also I used to do it, like, I would post stuff but not have it made. Uh, So it would be like, some were customs and then some were like, I would just have the picture up and then make it when they would buy it. But then I got too much traffic and then I was like making and packaging at the same time. I was like, okay, wait, what do I do? And so I found out I'm not doing that again. so stressful. Um, So now I just like make everything in batches. So this month I've been, um, this honestly like month and a half now. I've been making everything and then now I'm going to post it um, on Monday and then I'm going to be working again for like the next like month and a half and then post it because mm-hmm. yeah I wish I could do shorter intervals between the restocks but because of school again I can't like it's too much yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and you're one person that's doing all of that work yeah. behind the scenes yeah. too I have to do like all the inventory I was like doing photography right now before we started the call <laughs> And I like, was watching TikTok before this. So. It's so much work. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Like, my camera roll, it has how much? Like, 20,000 pictures because oh, I just have nails and jewelry. And, like, I have to take a picture of every single product, like, individually, right? So, like, mm-hmm. and I also have to, like, keep them in my camera roll just in case, like, if I have to, like, repost it. I don't know. Just a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way when I had my crystal business like I still have all the photos and I don't want to delete them for the same reason it's like what if I need this photo (laughs) it's like hoarding in my camera roll it really is because I don't need that like I don't need 50 pictures of one thing but I I do like what (laughs) they really are like different angles and everything and I can't pick but like it's fine So Harhe, earlier on, you mentioned that you actually grew up kind of around crystals and that your dad was really into crystals and spirituality. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I feel like that's kind of a different experience for a lot of people. Like most people don't have parents who are open to that. Yeah. So I'm Indian. I'm Punjabi. So my dad and my mom, they both were born there. They grew up there and they moved here like around in their 20s. Um, And yeah, I was born here, and around, I would say, six years old is when I really, like, my dad kind of got into spirituality more, like, he's always, like, my family's always been, like, 
religious thought like super religious but like they do believe in god and everything like we're sick and yeah we would go to the temple growing up but when i was like six i'd probably say like six to eight years old really um we started like going to meditation and like yoga together as a family like so there was like this meditation center that we would attend and like yeah, because we were kids, like, my parents didn't want to just leave us at home, so they would just, like, bring us with them there, and, like, there was a teacher, and she would, like, um, just, like, lecture, like, everyone, like, just, like, about stuff she'd learned, like, she had, like, multiple PhDs and stuff, so I was just, like, a child, like, very confused, like, why are we talking about brain, and, like, the what is a pineal gland, <laughs> and they're all just, like, talking about, like, all the science stuff, and I was, like, I'd be honestly, like, falling asleep during half of it, and my mom would be like, wake up, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> but yeah, I was, like, kind of, like, I don't know, I, I don't know how to explain this, I, like, I was kind of embarrassed to, like, tell people that I would go to do yoga and meditation on the weekends, because I felt like that was just, like, my family just does that, you know, so, like, because if I told people at my school, they were like, what is that? I don't know what that is. Like, what? Like, why are they making you go there? And I was like, I don't know. We just go and, like, we sit there and we listen to music and meditate. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and they're just like, okay. And I'm like, yeah. But, yeah, little me didn't really understand why we were going there, like, what meditation was. Because for me, like, my parents were just like, okay that's it, we're gonna just breathe, and, like, we're gonna, like, try to clear our mind and stuff, and I was just, like, this is boring, (laughs) but growing up with that around me, now I'm very, very thankful, and I remember being there one time, and a lady had come for the first time, and she was, like, you guys are so lucky you're here at this age, because I wish I had, like, this experience when I was younger and she was like probably like in her 30s or something but yeah like I don't know it was even though I was kind of like forced to go even like when I didn't want to go when I did go it was like okay it is kind of peaceful like yeah <laughs> I would sit there and I'll be calm and like that like the music itself is just like relaxing you know like it takes you into that state so yeah and then because of, like, people kind of being, like, oh, what is that? When I was younger, I didn't really, like, talk about, like, spirituality, like, my own spirituality and, like, what we shared as a family with people too much until, like, the past couple years, which, like, on TikTok and, like, everything, Instagram and everything, like, spirituality, like, has blown up and, like, I don't know, I feel a lot more, like, comfortable to talk about it now and, like, okay to talk about it now and, like, I feel like people actually, like, listen to me when I talk about it because back there back in the day especially because it was like around kids they're just like what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I'm very thankful that like the perspective has changed on like spirituality and it's not as like Mm -hmm. what is that type of mindset I mean back then it was such like a yeah it was such a taboo thing to um be part of like a religious uh group because for us Mm -hmm. because we grew up catholic so and i can remember like for myself i mean our experience was probably a little bit more like crazy because it was like very unhealthy and toxic but um 
I remember feeling embarrassed as well, talking about my spirituality, like my relationship with God and stuff with children, like especially being in elementary school, because they have Ooh. such like a weird confusion about it. And then they also like, it's kind of like, what? Like almost like you feel like, afraid Ooh. of like being made fun of for it. So yeah, yeah I definitely relate to you on that. Mm-hmm. I would say like also like my spiritual interest kind of peaked around like 2019 so I really just like was like in 2018-ish I was like in a really really bad place mentally like I was so depressed and like I didn't know why like it was just like really bad and like I'd gone to like so many doctors and had like so many different like antidepressants and all that you know and like nothing worked and I just I was just like so confused but through like throughout like the years using like spirituality and like meditation and like everything that I've been doing like it's helped so much and even though it's not easy to deal with everything it's still like easier to like rationalize and like Mm -hmm. look at it from a different perspective like even though it's not physically easy to like go through stuff like that you can handle it and like cope yes, with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that your parents, they moved here um, when they were in their 20s from, mm-hmm. uh, how do you pronounce it? Punjab? Punjab. So yeah. how was their, because their, my husband, he's Asian. So he gets all of that like stereotypical, like for him, it was true. Like the stereotype of, of his parents putting like immense amount of uh, pressure onto him to get good grades and to be successful. So was that the similar experience for you? Cause I know there's a lot of similar stereotypes for people from India. Um, and how did they react to you wanting to branch off and start your own business? Like, is this what they had in mind for you? Mm-hmm. So I'm very thankful. My parents are like so supportive of my businesses and like, I don't know, I feel like because they were just, like, hobbies first and, like, they saw me doing it and they are like, oh, yeah, that's great. They kind of just, like, were like, okay, with, like, the business ideas. Um, and also, like, I manage everything on my own, so I feel like it's easier for them because they don't have to, like, deal with anything. But, yeah, like, when I was growing up, like, the, the school was probably the biggest pressure. And, like, I honestly realized, like, I get so much anxiety from school, even if I'm doing good just because I don't want to, like, fail and, like, disappoint anyone. And, like, that's really Mm -hmm. just, like, I don't want to disappoint my parents. So, I don't know. Like, for other aspects of my life, there wasn't really as much pressure, like, career-wise. Like, I know, like, a lot of people, like, a lot of my friends and, like, some of my family members, too, like, their parents are, like, oh, you should be a lawyer, you should be a doctor, like, not necessarily, like, forcing them, but, like, really, really being, like, adamant about it, like, oh, right, yeah, I right. should, like, you can do anything else if you want to, but, like, this would be, like, better for yeah. you, and, like, stuff like that, so I'm thankful I don't have to, like, deal with being forced to do something, or, like, have to do, like, a career that I don't want to do, um, right. but, yeah, it's really just, like, my parents' only thing is, like, finish university so yeah and what year are you in for university it's my second year right now um okay 
And what do you, what are your plans? You say that you're majoring in philosophy, which is super interesting because I'm studying political philosophy right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But what are your kind of like, what are your academic goals? Do you have any? I mean, it's okay if you don't. (laughs) Yeah, with school, I don't really have any like solid plan because of the pandemic. Like it's been really hard to know what I want to do because I went in um, for like, the sociology major and then I took a couple classes and I thought I wanted to take sociology because I took a couple courses in high school and it was pretty interesting but when I took the courses in university they were honestly like like so different it was like crazy how completely like night and day they were so I was like this is not what I signed up for um let's see what else I can do so I had a philosophy course that I took, and I got better marks in that than my sociology classes. So I was like, if I'm already kind of good at that, why not try it? So I switched my major to philosophy um, last year during second semester. And then I, um, yeah, this year I've been taking like the like first year philosophy courses. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. So what what led you to doing philosophy? What was what was kind of the path taking you to studying it? Um, my high school philosophy teacher. Um, he was like the sweetest, nicest, most pure-hearted person ever. And I remember he did like a, a presentation on why you should major in philosophy. And I, I I wanted to, and I was like, this is so interesting. But I was like, I already applied for sociology, so there's nothing really I could do now. But he was just, like, talking to everybody. He was like, I know, like, none of you have applied for philosophy yet because, like, we would have told him if we did. But he was like, if you guys do in the future, like, if you ever want to do, like, another degree or something, like, try maybe philosophy. And he was like, yeah, like, showing us graphs and stuff. He's like, look, philosophy students, like, students who take philosophy have higher average marks than all other students and all other, like, majors, <laughs> and he was, like, so adamant about it, and it was so cute, and, like, I don't know, like, the way he taught everything just, like, was so nice, and, like, I don't know, the content itself, like, we learned about, like, Plato and stuff, and, like, it was just so interesting, and the way that philosophy is, like, you have to read it and analyze it, it was, like, the way that my brain just, like, works kind of so mm-hmm. yeah I I would like struggle a lot in like math and science and like those types of things but like English is a lot better for me but yeah I'm also like minoring in English um so what were some of the hardest parts of staying motivated and consistent with um both your businesses as well as like school and everything that's been going on in your life right now mm-hmm. Um, honestly, mental health has been, like, the biggest struggle, but I've really, like, learned to not be too hard on myself and just, like, do what I can, because, like, I'm kind of, like, transparent, like, not as much as I want to be, but I try to be on my TikTok, and, like, if I am, like, kind of struggling or, like, I'm behind on a restock or, like, just, like, not feeling confident about myself, like, I'll post on my TikTok, and, like, I have supporters and, like, I have, like, a couple, like, followers that will, like, always, like, comment and, like, be there and, like, always just be, like, no, like, we love you, we love your work and, like, just, like, stuff like that or, like, even just going on to my Etsy and, like, reading my reviews that, like, it's so cute to me and, like, I don't know, just hearing feedback from other people, like, 
is probably like the biggest thing that pushes me forward and like keeps me going because like yeah just like knowing that I have like an impact on someone even if it is like small like it just like makes me happy I love it (laughs) does that help you with balancing out perfectionism too and and getting into a place where perfectionism is not holding you back from creating Mm -hmm. yeah so I used to be a perfectionist and I have a lot of friends and like people I care about in my life who are also perfectionists and then I I kind of try to look at it from like outside perspective so I kind of think of like what would I say to them because I always like tell them like it's okay just make stuff and have fun because like when you have fun then like it's usually like the best stuff you'll ever make and like I feel like that's so true because for me like whenever I've been stressed out and like tried to force myself to make it's been so hard to even like think and like come up with stuff but like whenever I'm like just like sitting down and like watching a show or like listening to music and just like in a good mood and like just making for the sake of making it always turns out cool and like I like usually come up with like a new product or a new item or like a new idea that way and yeah and like consistency again is like the biggest thing is just like consistent Mm -hmm. in creating and like also posting and like oh I hate posting it's so annoying and like I hate that's probably (laughs) the one thing I'll say is like I'm so thankful that, like, I'm able to have this business and this career and, like, have, like, just, like, be able to have a career off, just, like, off of stuff that I make. But it's, like, the social media part of it is so draining. It's hard. Like, I... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I wish I could take a break and not be on social media, but that would be such a hard hit, like, on my businesses. Like, people don't understand and, like... It's so hard, too, because I want to be on my phone less, but, like, my business is on my phone. Like, it's yeah. so conflicting. Margaret and I were, I was, I was just having this conversation with Margaret as well about, I'm like, I know I'm so addicted to my phone. And I'm like, I know in order for me to not be addicted to my phone, I just need to get rid of everything. Like, I'm an all or nothing mm-hmm. person. But when you run a podcast, like, you have to have social media. You have to have all these things Mm. and it's it's really hard but um I just have everything logged into my partner's phone so I'm eventually going to delete everything and just use his phone periodically Mm. to (laughs) or or you can get like another phone I don't or like an iPod touch yeah yeah I have like an old phone and I honestly was like thinking about like keeping one as like a business one and one as a personal because I it's too much sometimes I can't like there's because yeah, for like nails too like I'll just have people message me like hi what's your like availability like I already have everything on my website which is like so annoying like just read it <laughs> <laughs> but then I have to like respond back because like you know you have to be nice <laughs> but yeah. yeah I have to like respond to like everybody and then like on like my other page like I'll have people like message me like their business stuff and then like on my personal one I have like projects and stuff and then like oh so much <laughs> do you do you feel like that's um the hardest part of staying motivated or are there are other things that like really demotivate you mm, the only other thing I would probably say is like um like just hate comments online like people just 
like hate because they want to hate and like I try not to take it to heart but like I am a very sensitive person <laughs> so I will like <laughs> even like if I'm like no like it's fine like I'll still like I still sting a little bit uh when people are like oh that's overpriced or like oh like blah 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 like just stupid stuff like that we're like again I know it's like not true and I don't believe that but like it's so like annoying <laughs> I think those people that do the hate comments, like they have no idea what goes into the businesses or I don't know. I feel like people that do that, they have no idea. Like everything you just described, like being a business owner, like you have to like have all the websites and all the social media and you need to be like posting on there like daily to like stay updated with the algorithm. And then it's like making the product, but like making the product is like this tiny little fraction of everything else you have to do with photographing everything and posting everything and marketing and like chatting with people and orders like, oh my gosh, like just fulfilling orders and packaging, packaging them and taking them to the mailbox. Like, oh my gosh, it's exhausting. It's like 12 jobs, but you're one human. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) it really is like sometimes people are like how do you do it I'm like I honestly don't even know (laughs) I feel like the worst part the worst part about Etsy is when you are going to upload your product and you have to come up with the name and the tags and you have to weigh it and you have to like do all of this shit it's like I don't care it's so annoying I just like honestly I've made like presets so like if I have, like, a bracelet mm-hmm. and I'm going to post another bracelet, I just copy that and then, like, switch the picture. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm not sitting here writing out everything for each post. I used to do that. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to stay on top of I things. Think, <laughs> and I think all of your products speak for themselves. As Agnes said, like, you really have done so much with social media and, like, just scrolling through, like, your Instagram page. Like, it's just so beautiful, all of your work. I think it speaks for itself. Thank you. I really... Absolutely. I, You're doing amazing. <laughs> I wish I posted more because I have so much stuff that's so much cooler. Like, my Instagram is, like, so bland. And honestly, like, most of my stuff is, like, from last summer and, like, last year when I had, like, a lot more energy to post. But I, I wish I, in the near future, I, I get back to posting more because <laughs> I miss yeah, it. Yeah, but at the same time, I also do follow a lot of, like, businesses and stuff. And I feel like they also don't post all the time. And I feel like that's such a high expectation. And it's, like, for the businesses that do post, like, every day, they have, like, a marketing yeah. team. <laughs> or they, like, hire someone. you're in school. Yeah. I Yeah, I think that, like, you being in school is already like taking up like 75% of your time that you could be devoting to your business. Like that is 100% an excuse to not be posting as much as you'd like to. Um, and do you have, I'm curious if you have, cause the whole Etsy thing, I've been there, done that. And it wasn't for me. And that's, you know, I think it's an amazing out like creative outlet, but do you have any advice for people that want to either start an Etsy business um, or just monetize their product? Mm, yes. <laughs> I honestly, every <laughs> single time one of my friends has a hobby, I'm like, you better sell that. <laughs> like, right now. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It just makes me happy, like, having other people, like, also, like, make money from, like, making stuff. I don't know. It's just so fun. But I would say, 
probably to know that you actually enjoy it. That's probably the first thing I would say because a lot of people like I've even had friends like try to like start businesses and stuff but like slowly they'll be like actually I don't like it like it's not like I'm not like totally into it so like practice first like don't just jump into it right away because I definitely practiced a lot before I even started like nails even and like jewelry too so just like practice and like if it's like jewelry and stuff just like give it to your friends and like that's how I started like my friends showed their friends and they're like that's cool and like their friends showed their friends and they're like that's cool you should follow her and then like yeah it just like slowly goes and yeah make an Instagram make a TikTok and it doesn't matter what you do just post it I wish I posted in the beginning because I didn't start posting until a year like a year almost or like at least like half a year after I started making making jewelry and I wish I recorded the beginning process because even though like the jewelry wasn't that good I love love seeing progress and take progress pictures and like take pictures of your space before like so you can see like what you upgrade to and like I don't know just looking back is Mm -hmm. one of the things that like pushes me forward because I like I was talking to my friend about this today I was like I don't really like celebrate my milestones because I'm so caught up in what am I doing next and like I don't take that time to just like breathe and be like okay how far have I actually come so I feel like um appreciating like the small steps along the way and the mistakes you make along the way because I've like made so many mistakes especially like with nails and stuff like I've had so many like experiences with like bad clients and like like after they left I was like literally crying and like having a panic attack because I was like oh my gosh like it was such a horrible experience but like from that I learned how to like know what kind of clients I accept and what I don't accept and like how to handle a situation where like you have a picky or like a tough client with you or just like know how to like kind of control yourself when you're in that type of situation so it's just know that like everything is a learning opportunity and like you can only go forward from there so (laughs) yeah I think that's all really helpful advice for anyone starting Mm -hmm. off because it's it can be really tough Mm -hmm. yeah well do you have anything else that you want to add before we jump into our fun questions um yeah just a tiktok thing like also try to make a a community on tiktok so you can ask questions and like learn because i feel like even though like yeah tiktok love hate relationship with that app because there's so much (laughs) toxicity so annoying so addictive but also when you find the right community and like you have people that support you in your community it's it's really like validating and like it's really uplifting Mm -hmm. and like when you finally find that community then it's like a a somewhat good space on the app absolutely Mm -hmm. can you can you share your usernames with everybody on tiktok and instagram and etsy and all that so my instagram for my nails is nails by harhit and then um on tiktok it's the same thing and then as well as my jewelry so my jewelry um at is ethereal creations but the first e is a three um yeah and then my etsy is ethereal creations with two l's 
Okay. And I'm going to also link all those in the show notes for everybody so they can have a direct link to all your stuff. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we have some fun questions now to get wrapped up. So the first one is, Harhead, if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? I'll probably do flying. Oh, me too. I I always look at birds and I'm like, I want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be like you. (laughs) And what is your favorite comfort food? Um, recently, I don't know why I've just like, before I've never had Cheez-Its in my life, but the <gasps> past two months I've been just craving Cheez-Its so bad. Like it's my go-to snack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe you. Do you never have a specific flavor? I don't know. They have like different yeah, flavors I, and stuff. Um, I tried the jalapeno one and it was so disgusting to me. I was so upset. Aww. I like the original one. It's like. <laughs> good it's perfect <laughs> Aww. but yeah I only had like just like saltine crackers my mom never really got cheese it so I was like at the grocery store I was like hmm I never tried these <laughs> and I was like okay <laughs> wait I must get these every single time I go now <laughs> new addiction <Yeah>. unlocked <laughs> no for real like it's 3am and I'm just like pouring into a bowl <laughs> <laughs> And then besides Cheez-Its, what's bringing you the most joy right now in your life? Um, probably the weather. It's springtime. So I'm like so happy that the sun is out Like because of the long, long winter. I hate the winter, like oh, the cold and the snow. No, but the, it's warm again. It's starting to feel a little bit like summer. I've just been in a lot of a better mood. Yeah. What is the, do you get seasonal depression? Cause I suffer yes. so badly. Yes. Especially in Canada. I feel like everybody just goes through it during the winter. Mm-hmm. What's your weather like right now up there? Um, today, honestly, a couple of days ago, there was like a snowstorm and today it's like warm. So very much Canada <laughs> well, weather. <laughs> it's kind of all um, over. I don't know how much it would be in Fahrenheit. But it's two degrees right now Celsius. So oh, like I have to, no idea yeah, what the conversion is. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of cold, but the past week was pretty sunny. It was nice. And then last one. What are three songs that elicit the strongest emotions for you? Oh, oh my God. I remember Agnes told me to write them down. I did not write them down, but I'll, I'll let you know from my playlist. <laughs> um... <laughs> These will be recent, so these aren't, like, my favorite, favorite songs. But I'll say there's the first one I've been loving is Fall. I found this on TikTok. It's by a 15-year-old girl, and it is amazing. It's called Fall by Shendayer. Shendayer. Yes, that's what I think it is. And then the next one is called, um, hmm, okay, Mr. Midas by James Tillman and then the third one is like a fusion like English and Hindi song uh it's called Larke by Shreya Cole and Rema so I love that one <laughs> Ooh, I've never heard all three of those but I'm I can't wait to listen yeah, to them so the last one is about like how boys are trash in Hindi <laughs> <laughs> as they should <laughs> that's awesome I love it yes <laughs> 
All right, now we have, I always act like this is the most dreadful part of the podcast, <laughs> but now we have to share what we're grateful for. So Harit, what are you grateful for today? I'm grateful for my dog. I love him so much. He's so cute. <laughs> What's his name? His name is Nero. Ooh, I love that. Yes, he's Very cute. three years old and he's a Frenchie and Boston Terrier mix. Oh, he Aww. sounds super he's cute. So small. <laughs> what about you margaret what are you grateful for Ooh, okay so i'm kind of gonna jump on what har had said earlier i am super grateful that it is getting warm out because um i've been like real i mean i i struggle with seasonal depression but i've been like very very depressed um I've, i've had depression on top of seasonal depression over the last like couple of months and the sun has been out this week and it's actually been getting really warm like like shorts and tank top weather and I swear Mm -hmm. like the sunlight and warmth is just not compatible with my depression I've been like starting to feel joy again for like the first time in months I'm like oh my gosh I'm so grateful (laughs) so I'm so grateful for the change in weather (laughs) how about you Agnes what are you grateful for today I'm gonna jump on the same bandwagon (laughs) Um, I, well, okay. I feel like this time of the year and I feel, I'm sorry, you're in, you're in Canada. So I'm so sorry. (laughs) Uh, We're from Chicago, so I can understand like March isn't like the best month, Mm -hmm. but here in Arizona, March and April are the best months out of the year because it's just like perfect weather. And it's just that feeling of like spring is upon you and like the air you just feel like that like cringy new hope spring Mm -hmm. feeling and you can start to like (laughs) you can start to like feel like all of the shit that you went through throughout the winter just start to like slowly fade away and um now you're like planning things for your summer and things are just getting better and I'm thinking about how many tans I'm gonna (laughs) do at the pool (laughs) so that's what I'm grateful for. Yes, so excited. I love that. That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Okay, actually, spoiler alert, when Margaret and I first started our podcast, we made a grand master list of who we wanted on the podcast. And she asked me, we had all these like celebrities. We're like, Michelle Obama. Yeah, we're like, that's like, that's like years um, down the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brene Brown, Glennon Doyle. But um, she asked me who I wanted. And I was like, I actually really want my friend Jorge on the podcast. Oh. I was like, I'm so nervous to ask her. <laughs> no, oh my gosh. I'm so, like, I, when you messaged me, I was like, little old me on the podcast no hard oh head Ag- oh. agnes had like so much imposter syndrome about reaching out to you to come on the podcast really? oh my gosh no i was like talking to my friends all week i was like i'm gonna be on a podcast look look at the podcast i'm gonna be on it <laughs> i'm so excited no you guys will get literally everybody else on that list i like no doubt i'm so excited oh thank you you're welcome all right thank you We believe in the power of taking even one minute a day to breathe and find gratitude in the little things. Wherever you are, if you are able, close your eyes, take a deep breath in and out, and reflect on something that you are grateful for today. We are so honored that you could join us in this discussion today. 
and we hope you have a beautiful week. If you enjoyed today's Unrefined Woman podcast episode, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share. To check out other episodes, please visit our website at unrefinedwoman.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. To stay in the loop and receive access to additional content, please follow us on TikTok, username unrefinedwoman, and on Instagram at unrefinedwomanpodcasts. Special thanks to Walter Birdsong for the album cover, Margaret Rainey for our podcast music, Andrew Cioni for our gratitude prompt music, and Sean Butcher for editing and production. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. You're frozen. <laughs> there you are. Okay, I think you were frozen for a second. Oh, okay. Okay. Everybody. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Now you're frozen. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, I think we're good. Okay. Hey everyone, welcome to Unrefined Women.